Since the onset of the COVID-19 pandemic, global health systems have been challenged like never before. As time and resources were directed towards responding to the virus, it was the dedication of healthcare workers that kept services running. Amongst the uncertainty, our hardworking Queensland clinicians have continued their pursuit of excellence, innovating and adapting the way they work to ensure consumers always receive the best care possible. To them, the pandemic was an opportunity to learn and grow and to ensure healthcare delivery continues to evolve to the ever-changing landscape. Because if we've learned anything from the last two years, it is that things will always change and our clinicians will always rise to the occasion. Few people could have predicted at the start of the pandemic that we'd have multiple vaccines in the market and the global community would be looking towards reopening. While not as high profile as the vaccines, these projects have worked through and learned from the disruption to explore opportunities for improvement and ensure our health services continue to evolve. Thank you for having me. As kindly introduced, my name is Edwina and it's my pleasure to be here today to share with you a newly operating service that is aiming to improve the health and wellbeing of our Aboriginal and Torres Strait Islander women. Before I begin, I wish to respectfully acknowledge the traditional owners of this country, the Turrbal and Yuggera peoples, whose land we gather on today, and I recognise this land under their custodianship. I acknowledge and pay my respects to the elders past, present, and to our growing young people, the emerging and future leaders of this community. I also extend this acknowledgement to all Aboriginal and Torres Strait Islander people here today. As mentioned, I am a proud Palawa woman from northeastern Tasmania, and I also have strong ties to a Wabakal country in New South Wales, where I was lucky enough to grow up. I'm a senior project officer with the Metro North Aboriginal and Torres Strait Islander leadership team, and a women's health physiotherapist currently working within this new service that you are about to hear a whole lot more about. Despite having high quality health services in Australia, our Aboriginal and Torres Strait Islander women continue to experience health issues at a higher rate than other populations. For example, despite the success of screening and vaccination in the general Australian population, our Aboriginal and Torres Strait Islander women continue to experience a two times higher incidence rate and a four times higher mortality rate for cervical cancer. Rates of chlamydia are three times higher, and there has been a threefold increase in the rate of syphilis since 2010, now affecting 67 per 100,000 versus 12 per 100,000 in our non-Indigenous communities. During pregnancy, Aboriginal and Torres Strait Islander women are more likely to be overweight and underweight, develop gestational diabetes, have babies who are born at a low birth weight, and there is also an increased risk of domestic violence during pregnancy and other social issues such as homelessness, substance abuse, and mental health issues that may impact on the woman's ability to care for her baby. Increasing evidence demonstrates a large reason these disparities persist is due to our existing mainstream health services not meeting the needs and preferences of our Aboriginal and Torres Strait Islander women. Barriers including a lack of cultural awareness, lack of culturally appropriate communication, a lack of choice, negative past experiences, 
racism, transport, costs, wait lists, lack of identified staff, and prioritisation of a medical model have all been expressed over and over again across multiple consumer engagement forums, research papers, and are included in several Queensland health strategies as reasons why gaps in our mob's health persist and why cultural safety continues to be compromised. In response to this ongoing disparity in health status for our Aboriginal and Torres Strait Islander women, conversations commenced about how to practically address these barriers and a shared surface model between Metro North Health, the Royal Brisbane Women's Hospital and the Institute for Urban Indigenous Health, IUE, was created. Both our community and our health services were sick of talking and ready to address the problem with real solutions. With strong support from the Metro North Aboriginal and Torres Strait Islander leadership team, Planning commenced firstly for a gynaecology pathway in collaboration with IUI. This was followed a few months later by a maternity allied health pathway working closely with Narama Royal Midwifery Service. Together, these two pathways are endeavouring to provide a comprehensive women's health model to directly target the identified barriers to accessing our existing mainstream healthcare. By working collaboratively, we have been able to establish outreach clinics in more easily accessible locations that are close to public transport, have free parking, include identified workers, prioritise holistic views to health, have flexible attendance policies, shorter wait lists, and work collaboratively with community organisations to streamline the patient journey and ultimately give our women choice in their healthcare. By listening to the needs of our women and working with them to co-design health services that best meet their needs, it is our goal to provide direct care to address identified health gaps in our mob, including cervical cancer, sexually transmitted infections, chronic pelvic pain, bladder and bowel dysfunction, pelvic organ prolapse, low infant birth weight, gestational diabetes, and social risk factors, including homelessness, domestic violence, and child safety. The initial trial clinics were designed based upon data from consumer engagements conducted over the preceding two years, and current Queensland health strategies, including Growing Deadly Families, the Better Together Health Plan, and Making Tracks. The ongoing growth and strategic direction of the service beyond this trial phase has been guided by regular co-design and consumer engagement initiatives, including surveys, telephone phone calls, one-to-one -one and small group yarns, and community engagement forums. Such a range of activities are utilised to ensure choice is provided, diversity of involvement preference catered for, and the importance of building a truly authentic and meaningful partnership with our women and community prioritised and reflected in every decision-making process. Our service operates outpatient clinics from both Nunda Community Health Centre and Moyerfield Aboriginal and Torres Strait Islander Community Health Service, with gynaecology surgical services currently just from the Royal Brisbane Hospital. Available to Aboriginal and Torres Strait Islander women residing within the Metro North catchment, the gynaecology stream commenced in December 2020 and includes a gynaecologist, gynaecology nurse and a women's health physiotherapist. Working collaboratively with IUI is giving our women choice in their healthcare. They can be seen for outpatient appointments at either the Royal Brisbane and Women's Hospital, Nunda Community Health Centre or Morayfield Aboriginal and Torres Strait Islander Community Health Service. They can access specialist services in culturally safe environments with familiar and friendly health teams to welcome them and support them throughout their entire health journey. We have seen a total of 133 outpatient appointments and 48 surgeries since commencing in December, 
With a failure to attend rate of only 20%, this service is demonstrating strong potential to continue to grow and close health gaps via preventative care such as cervical screening. Stemming from a review of outpatient data reflecting disproportionately high failure to attend rates for allied health appointments for Aboriginal and Torres Strait Islander pregnant and postnatal women, the maternity allied health stream commenced in April 2021, and it includes a women's health physiotherapist, a dietitian, and a social worker. Working side by side with Narama Royal Midwifery Service, women carrying an Aboriginal and Torres Strait Islander baby and birthing at the Royal Brisbane are eligible for this service. Women can be seen on the same day at the same place as their midwifery appointment. This one-stop shop has been embraced by our mums who are enjoying the accessibility, warm and friendly environment and flexible options to suit the busy and unpredictable nature that is motherhood. We've seen a total of 280 occasions of service since commencing in April and the failure to attend rate has gone from 51% prior to the service commencing to 17% in a matter of only five months. By delivering timely and culturally safe allied health care during and after pregnancy, we aim to see improved bonding and attachment between mum and baby, increased engagement with specialist support services, mitigating social risks, a higher proportion of women with a healthy pregnancy weight gain, reduced prevalence of gestational diabetes, fewer women with persistent pelvic pain and bladder and bowel dysfunction, and improved participation in physical activity and healthy lifestyle behaviours. Over the next six months, we will be supporting the expansion of this service and supporting our women to drive this growth by establishing a consumer advisory group to co-lead the co-design of a model of care that we also hope can be adapted and utilised across other areas of health. We aim to permanently recruit to all positions, all of which are identified Aboriginal and Torres Strait Islander positions. We aim to complement our small-scale clinics with community-led mothers, fathers, women's and family groups, co-design educational and communication materials, and develop a cultural competency training module for all staff working within the service. Whilst we are off to a strong start and the potential for this service to invoke substantial change in the health of our women is undeniable, there remains so much more scope for ongoing involvement and expansion. At our community open day earlier this year, we saw a glimpse of this potential. We invited our community to come together to just be, to celebrate the power of women. There was no agenda from the health service. By providing this opportunity for connection, women felt safe to sit, to yarn, to connect. From this yarning, three women went and got their cervical screens and mammograms, tests they previously didn't know they needed to have. It is our dream that we will continue to grow to a place that is truly holistic, culturally rich, community-led women's business health hub that is focused on prevention instead of treatment. A place where women from all ages know they can safely go to access healthcare. A place where they are empowered to lead their health journey. A place where they can go to connect to their community, connect to their culture, and be drivers of change for generations to come. Thank you. As always, thank you for listening to our podcast and taking the time to learn about the wonderful work of Queensland's frontline clinicians. To continue the conversation, head on over to Facebook and let us know of any pockets of excellence you think deserve to be showcased. This podcast is proudly brought to you by Clinical Excellence Queensland.